Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basili. Joining me here is my main man. Dr. Pat who? Basili. Basili. That's <laughs> how somebody pronounced it earlier today. That's, you, you channeled them. I did channel them right there. Basili. That's it. There Thank you. you. Thank you, B. I'm making sure everyone's familiar with you <laughs> and the correct pronunciation That's for right. your name. Who Who is in charge of this show anyway? Well, actually, not me. <laughs> not me either. Oh, Bobby, she's not here. There you go. Uh, but anyway, welcome, everybody. She's like, really? Yeah, she's total. No, Bobby's like, yeah, you bet. Uh huh. <laughs> she knows. Sitting back in her chair now. Yeah, she's like, yep, yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm the big dog. I make the decisions. <laughs> I figure it all out, which is very, very true. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, this is Talk Radio to Thrive by, more recently known as the Vibe of Thrive. We have got a lineup for you today. I want to just welcome everybody to the show. We're going to start off talking about Harry Potter. I love that. Hello, Harry. Hello. Hello, Harry. Hello. Harry Potter. And he's looking pretty buff these days. Uh, looking um, out a little bit. I know. Michael Linton is joining us here. And then kicking us in, we've got some holistic makeover peeps joining us. Teresa, Teresa Gertz and Lisa Niederman. They're checking in on Teresa's progress. I can't wait. It's exciting. And then Kathy Lee Gifford joining us. What a great book she's written, Benny. Can I hold this up to the camera? Or is it you, not may. Gonna... Oh, you may. I got everything in front of the camera here. Everybody look at the book. I can okay. See Very cool. And so Kathy Lee, just when I thought I dropped my last egg, life and other calamities. I can't I just, wait to the, do the, the show. The Regis film that just kind of popped to me, and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You're talking about that thing? Yeah. And on the back cover, oh, look who we have on the back. The family. Aww. Frankie, who I loved before hey, Kathy Lee loved Frankie. I know, right? Don't you think? I'm not yeah. going to tell her that. And then Sue Storm, the angel lady. So you all will be able to dial in early <laughs> to connect with Sue Storm, the angel lady, since she has a, a shorter segment today. But right now, we're here to talk to, to talk with Micah. And we're here to talk with Micah about the secret to Harry Potter's success. And, you know, for me... It's kind of like, it's not just like a kid's book. I think all of us went out there, ran out there, got the book. Some people, some, some of, some of us stood in line like at midnight waiting for the book to be released and then got copies. Major 10 all popped up outside and a little barbecue going on there. No, wait, not most people do that in a parking lot, but. uh, Yeah, right, exactly. It still worked. Exactly. Sleeping bags. The whole deal. S'mores. That the whole deal. And then, you know, other people are like, okay, we're in the, to the movies. I don't even know which one are we on, five or six. Something like that. Yeah. And then there are some of us that are thinking, I'm never going to read these books again. <laughs> I do not like the way this ended. And we have become part of the Harry Potter family. Why? Why, why did we become so obsessed with this? Uh, Michael Linton is joining us here today because, you know, for, for a lot of people, 
you know, we, we get to think and look about what our lives are all about. Well, Micah was first recognized for his work as an artist and a designer and, you know, and in, in the video game industry, which is kind of huge in itself. And, you know, see, that's what he was responsible for creating some of the really cool hit. What a great job. Oh my God. It's like, Oh, so everybody's thinking, uh oh, she's going to have a new career now. And, you know, but video games for DreamWorks, SKG, Activision, Electronic Arts, and other entertainment publishers. And, you know, so we could, we could do a whole show on that. Uh, you know, Micah owns Beast Stew, the original independent publishing and merchandising label behind his Wee Beasts release. And we're going to hear all about that. Do you say Beast Stew? Beasts. Like the beast within. That's a cool like name. Beauty and the beast. I like that. Aren't we gonna? Are like gonna ask him about it's that? It's raw. It's deep. I know. It's full of energy. I so like it. Let's beast. forget the whole Harry Potter conversation. Yeah. Let's just talk about Micah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Micah, welcome to the Doctor Pat Show. Hey, Doctor Pat. Great to be here. Uh, well, well, Benny and I are like, okay, we just want to know about you. <laughs> you are like, well, I'm here to answer any questions you have. Well, there you, go. you know, my God, I mean, I'm looking at your life, and it's so I'm not surprised that you know we're we're looking at uh, Harry Potter and having that conversation because I look at your life and I look at you know where you've gone, where you've been, and what you've done. I mean, do you have like the funnest job in the world? I, you know, to be honest, I think I do. I really enjoy what I do, and every day is a new experience. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so how did you get all intertwined, hooked in with the Harry Potter conversation? Really, that's just something that kind of sprung out of uh, previous interviews. That they started to see these parallels between the Weebies having this real large, complex universe and some of the larger franchises that have done real well and turned into movies, such as the Harry Potter and the Star Wars and Lord of the Rings um, mm-hmm. movies and books and so on. So these are just things that kind of started out as books, and then as people began to read the books, they started to see this real large universe with all these multiple characters that... It really got sucked into and involved with and felt on a personal level, you know, they understood who these people were. So that's why the Harry Potter really caught on like wildfire. And that was kind of just one of the intros where people were like, wow, with the wee beast, we see all these complex worlds and these wee beasts become these creatures from mythology and end up worldwide so people from different cultures can understand them. It's just kind of one of those things that started small and turned into a large cannonball, I suppose. But it is. I mean, uh, and I want to make sure everybody has the website, weebeasts.com, W-E-E-B-E-A-S-T-S dot com. Uh, I want you to make sure, I, I want to make sure you have that because you're going to go, you're going to be able to, I, I'm not going to tell you what you're going to be able to do. I just want you to go and check this out and have some fun. But the phenomenon, and now we're into, we're into the Twilight franchise, if I might say. Yes, I've only read the first book, so I can't understand the whole concept right. behind it, but I understand the premise and, you know, the basics, and I, I did read the book. I, I also, when I was much younger, I did read a Sweet Valley High book, so I did see some interesting parallels there for the age group, but then I captivated a large audience for older people as well, so I think I need to uh, uh-huh. read some of the sequels. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, for me, I did get through the first book, and I was almost like, okay, I'm trying to 
you know, like my niece is like all over this and I'm reading it and I saw the movie and, you know, and, and then I'm reading it again. And I thought, OK, yeah, I love this. She she knows I love Anne Rice and the whole interview with vampire thing. But Twilight is a very different book. It is definitely for those of you out there that are thinking this is like Anne Rice. It's not. It's it's a little bit more lighthearted. And honestly, if you haven't read the second book, Moonlight, that's the one that's going to get your attention. That's actually the one that got my attention. That'll be next on my list, yeah, for sure. But the things that they the, the thing that I think, Micah, that they have in common, I want to ask you about this is is they have interesting character development. I mean, mm-hmm. in the first Twilight book, yeah, you you know you're looking at the vampire and the girl. But the second book, you're now introduced to such a wide range of characters. I mean, what is it about these franchises, Harry Potter in particular, that people have so attached themselves to? I think a lot of it is just they can relate to the character, uh, the individual, or some of the sub-characters in each book. I mean, there's such a wide variety of characters in each of these books that people can really kind of plug themselves in and say, oh, wow. I feel like I can kind of relate to some of the characters' emotions or what they're going through. And that's really what makes you absorbed into a book, when you can kind of make the world around you disappear and you're just reading each word and, you know, absorbed into the novel. Everything else is kind of secondary. It is. And then, you know, let's talk about Weebies for a minute, because I think, you know, folks are, are thinking, wow, what's the connection? Let's sure. talk about Weebies and what you've, con- and you, what you've created. Sure. The Weebies is kind of similar to Harry Potter or Star Wars or Lord of the Rings and that it's a very large scope, but it's for a much younger audience. I'm talking children three and up. So it doesn't have these real large worlds that are difficult to understand. What it has is these very large worlds that are very easy to understand. It's simple to look at the images and say, oh, okay, so this is what the world's like. And the writing itself, the style is something that a three-year-old would be able to understand while a parent is reading to them, but a five-year-old would read it themselves and be able to see all these kind of parallels between themselves and the creatures in the book, and then as they're reading through the whole series, they get to kind of evolve through the time and history and see the parallels of humanity as a whole. And, you know, I've watched some of the interviews you've done on television, and certainly for people that are not familiar with the book, we'll talk about that uh, as well. But some of the artistry, some of the creations, some of the visuals are, are in, in some ways, are very, very intriguing. I, I mean, in, in the way that you've kind of created trees with roots hanging on what looks like an apple core. I mean, <laughs> you know, all of this really touches and taps into our imagination. Isn't that really the commonality here, is that we get enough about stuff that just leaves us so that we can imagine more? Also, it puts you into that environment where you're in this fictional universe, or in some cases, a completely alternate universe, or a universe that took place a long time ago. Yeah, it's just a matter of really... And the same with video games or a movie. There's just some of these things that really can capture our imagination. For me, it was uh, when I was a young child, and I enjoyed reading multiple books, but it's really the artwork that captivated my attention. And I would I would read the book, you know, very casually, I understand it, but then I would go back and really delve into the, the artwork and create my own world and run around in the environment of you know, Dr. Seuss or Mercer Meyer or Maurice Sendek would have you know, these wonderful illustrations that would last so much longer than just the story being told to you. <laughs> 
Well, and you know, you've now created, of course, the We Beasts, and and I want to just call it series, mm-hmm. and you know, which is very very exciting. It does really look at, um, a, you know, a certain demographic, but doesn't exclude those of us that do exactly what you said. I mean, we're people that like to hang out and go back to the pictures. I want to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Micah about uh, about We Beasts, but about We Beast Harry Potter. You know, some of the series that are creating, what is it that we're looking for? Are we looking to be entertained or are we really looking to take a journey outside of the lives we have right now? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by and my very special guest, Micah Linton. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yoga Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yoga Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Have you been longing to reconnect with nature? Yellow Bear Journeys is an eco-tour company that designs and guides tours in the Pacific Northwest and Hawaii with a unique focus of restoring the hope, strength, and joy of each traveler and bringing clarity to their next step in life. Journeys are designed to reconnect you with nature in gentle ways that allow enjoyment without overwhelm. Call 360-918-8121 or visit yellowbearjourneys.com. How would you like to recession-proof yourself in 2009? Rich Gurman, one of America's most popular business and life coaches, can empower you to do just that. His affordable coaching programs will guide you to a lifestyle of great health, happiness, and prosperity. Go to richgurman.com, spelled R-I-C-H, G-E-R-M-A-N.com to learn more about his popular Coaching 101 classes and mastermind groups. Rich German will help you turn your dreams into reality. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, OfficeMax, and other local stores. Visit PerfGoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F-GoGreen.com. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. 
Well, I don't know. If you're like me, were you the first in line to go see Wolverine this this past weekend or whatever weekend it opened up? You know, where were you in the scheme of things in Star Wars? And so you let, you didn't let the swine flu get you down. I don't. What swine flu? Exactly. Okay. See, um, everyone should have gone. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a woman in my office that's pregnant. I'm dealing with pregnancy oh, issues. Oh boy! So, there we go. Yeah. So I, I'm all focused on the baby. <laughs> good. <laughs> there that's we go. Good. And, you know, so, yes. So, for me, many of you know this. You know that I even watch American Idol, but no more. Uh, And and here we go. You know, Harry Potter, all of the different characters that we could think about that came out of Harry Potter, that came out of Lord of the Rings. And now we're talking with Micah Linton, because we're talking about, you you know, he is the author and the artist of uh, We Beasts. uh, And he has the answer. He has the key to unlock the, the mystery of why young people and old people alike, it doesn't matter, are so engaged in some of these extraordinary successes and books and you name it. Micah, thank you for joining us here today. I mean, we are so like waiting for the next blank, blank, blank to happen. And I'm not kidding. I mean, I went to the movie to see the Wolverine movie, of course. And then I left the movie thinking, oh, my God, we've got to do like an X4. And what is it about that? I mean, is it that it, Harry Potter was just an incredible success? Or is there something innate in us that draws us to this? I think we've always been um, people that have enjoyed hearing stories and fables and myths from the beginning of time. That's the way we traditionally pass down knowledge before there is the written word. So for something as epic as these movies are talking about, we really are you know, drawn in by the scope of it. You know, We go and see one movie or one book, and you know, we're, if it's intriguing and we're engaged in it, of course we're going to want to see the second and the fourth. And the farther we progress into that, the deeper we're involved in it. So it becomes a part of our personal life. You know, you may be driving down the street and see a dog on the side of the road, and, oh, my gosh, that looks like that little Dobby from Harry Potter. My goodness. You know, they just become a part of our daily life. But how about you? I mean, you live and breathe this. Yes, uh, I have been um, accused of being deeply... (laughs) <laughs> ingrained in the, the Weebies mythology, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. Although when I go to the book expos and events by the fourth day, I am um, a Weebiestologist. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> and speaking in Weebies tongue. <laughs> Why don't you describe the Weebies for our listeners? Oh, you bet. So what I've done is I've been a huge fan of mythology and folklore my whole life. And a couple of years ago, I decided to really just take a break from the video game world, uh, take a break from the computer, start a family with my wife, um, and we took a long vacation to Europe where I really got a chance to sit down um, and really compare all these different folklores and mythologies, and I just really began to see these similar circumstances and characters develop and storylines within each of them. So I thought it would be really interesting to bring them all together and have them start in one location. Now, some of us may believe or may not believe that the world was one large landmass called Pangaea a very, very long time ago. So that's the philosophy I'm going with, that these creatures lived on Pangaea where they had their own civilization, and they were very intelligent and creative. They were able to really begin farming, um, you know, planting seeds, and having their own true city for the first time. It's also filled with all these other creatures who are not quite as advanced, and the wee beast, unfortunately, made some mistakes that humans have made, and 
they captured the creatures and mistreated them, led to a giant rebellion, which caused the earth to shake and rattle so much, land masses separated, and, you know, turned into the continents we know of today, where a lot of the wee beasts were also isolated and end up in remote corners of the world, where they evolved into these same creatures from folklore and mythology, whether it's a gremlin or a gnome or a troll or a pixie. I mean, to be honest, there's thousands upon thousands of characters you could name here, but I'm going to distill them to the, the major components from the mythologies that most people are familiar with, like a dwarf or an elf. So that's kind of the, the origins of the weebies. And from there, they also have these little life lessons that they can teach children, or parents for that matter. And in the second book that I released in March called Weebies Plight, it's all about them having to find a new home and relying on those same creatures' help. And along the way, they learned that, wow, if we're very kind and helpful to these other creatures, in turn, they're willing to cooperate with us and we can live in harmony. So it's a way for children to say, you know, if the Weebies can get along with that strange creature over there who's so different from him, maybe I could be nicer to little Joey at work or at school or something like that, where it you know, just allows for a little bit more uh, responsibility for the people on their end to be nice to other people as well. Do you think that, you know, given what's going on around the world right now, I don't know, maybe I'm projecting for myself, okay, Micah, given what's going on around the world right now, I mean, do you find people are are even drawn more so now to some of the things that are so not about this earth? I think so. I think it's a good way to escape from, you know, our daily life. If you pick up the paper or you go online and read the news, it can be kind of depressing. So I think if you have this, you know, alternate escape opportunity, why not take it? You know, if that takes the form of a video game or uh, a movie or a book, I think as long as it's something that can have a positive message, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, so what are we to look for next? I mean, I I kind of mentioned um, uh, Twilight uh, and, you know, the work that is done there with the Twilight series. I call it the Twilight sure. series. I don't really know what it's called. Uh, I, I actually don't know if Anne Rice called her books the vampire series um, because she was always, you know, evolving. Uh, and, you know, wh- what is it that we can expect? I mean, what is the direction that you see us going? And do you, do you see kind of this major motion, you know, We Beasts movie? Well, down the line, I definitely would hope for that. Um, of course, I would say, yes, everyone run out and expect the Weebies to conquer the world. <laughs> but to be honest, I, I am one of those people that like to take things relatively slow and at a pace that I'm comfortable with. And also that will allow me to really tell the story that I want to. A lot of times you can get so wrapped up in the marketing aspect that you lose a little bit of control on the creative end. And I've uh, come from a long line of video games experience where I would write design documents and create artwork. And, you know, in the last three months of production, uh, another title is selling so well, we're running around and scrambling to make changes, so ours will be similar to that title. <laughs> and I just want to avoid that completely when I created the Weebies. So something that I really took a step back, I, and to be honest, I really don't watch television or cartoons um, for that purpose, because I really want them to be something that isn't influenced by what's currently out there. Well, you know, I love having these conversations because, you know, so much of my childhood, which I haven't really talked much about on the show, you know, so much of my childhood and my up, uh, upbringing was about living in the world of comic books. We certainly didn't have anything like Wee Beasts right now. 
out there. I mean, it's not something that, uh, you know, uh, comic books were a great way for us to go. And I think for a lot of people still are, yet at the same time, we're looking for so much more. I mean, we're looking for what you've created, Micah. We're looking for, you know, a story, an adventure, a new world now. You know, we're looking for new worlds. And yet at the same time, I go back to Alice in Wonderland and I think, wow, how far ahead of time was the Alice in Wonderland, Micah? I mean, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. And the same with Through the Looking Glass. They're oh. both phenomenal novels. But right. really, I mean, as an adult, you can read that and still not understand exactly what's going on. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. Believe me, I know. Uh, and for those people that haven't read, isn't there a fundamental difference as well, Micah, between taking ourselves to a movie and reading? You and I, I think, were talking about The Break. And I was talking about the movie Twilight. And I thought, oh, my God, I am so glad I read the book because the movie didn't do it justice. And I felt a lot of that the same way about some of the Harry Potter movies, um, especially, I think, the first one, although it was fabulous on screen. What can we say to people that are thinking, well, I'm just going to wait for the movie? I don't know. I don't have an answer to them. They, they really should read. <laughs> it's really, there's so much more detail, and it's so much more interesting, and the characters are so much more developed when you read the novel. And I'm not talking just about Harry Potter. I, I think they're, in every situation where I've read a novel that's been turned into a book, I've enjoyed the book more so a hundred times. It's just something that you can't captivate an audience uh, for 22 hours in that time and get all that aspect of the novel into a movie. It just isn't really possible. So you have to take the best of and you know distill it into something that's going to keep people captivated for two hours or two and a half hours at the most. So I, from that perspective, sure, that's what they have to do. But from a personal level, and just I love to read, and I love to read books that really are just so entertaining that I will go see the movie. It's something that I would always start with, whether it's the... the now, well, to be honest, uh, there was many movies out there that were never books, and the books came later, and I haven't gone back and read any of those. But I mean, I'm talking specifically about books that were turned into movies later. So well, the Chronicles of Narnia, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, what is it? The Golden Compass tried to do the same. I'm not quite sure where they are with that series. It was a very complicated book to try to bring to the big screen. But yet here we are, you and I, having a great conversation, loving the Wee Beasts, loving the next Harry Potter movie, you know, already planning. Wolverine's still in the movies, and, you know, I've got people talking to me about, you know, are they going to do like an X4? Who's going to play the character? I mean... Thank goodness we have such imaginations, don't you think? I, I absolutely agree. I think it's wonderful. And I wish I had seen the new Wolverine movie, but I have a one-year-old daughter, and it's just impossible to get out to a movie <laughs> these nights. So I'm hoping this weekend I'll get a chance to get out. But I have heard that he has his own movie. Now there's a whole movie just on Wolverine that is made. It well, that'll is. That'll be pretty exciting. It is. And, you know, and I'm not going to say too much about it. Um, I personally enjoyed it. Uh, and yet, for me, it's kind of like everything you and I are talking about. It kind of leaves you longing for more. Thank you, Micah, That's so why the much. Book is there. <laughs> That's exactly right. Thank you for creating Weebies. Thank you for oh, doing you everything you're doing. And what's your, what's your one year old's name? Her name's Layla. Layla Joy. That's beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And boy, you know, we're, you know, I don't know, call me. Maybe I'll babysit so you can go to the movies. 
<laughs> That'd be wonderful. I'd love it. Okay. Let's take a short break, everybody. Um, I love uh, entering into that world, that world where each and every one of us get to be kids again. It is so beautiful, so joyful, and at the same time, I love the experience of being an adult. When we come back, Teresa Gertz, Lisa Niederman, what the heck are those two up to? We'll be right back. Integrative practitioners, are you looking to improve your holistic approach to wellness? Develop the health coaching skills your clients need. The Center for Integrative Health has made earning your health coaching certificate accessible and in a format designed with you in mind. Completely online, the one-course-a-month format allows you to focus on both your clients and your education. You can complete the certificate in as little as eight months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution. Financial aid is available. Visit centerforintegrativehealth.org for the National University System Center for Integrative Health. That's centerforintegrativehealth.org or call 800-NAT-UNIV to learn more. That number again is 800-NAT-UNIV. Bellagenza, extraordinary hair care, provides professional results naturally. Bellagenza is proud to be the first and original in this category. A line of products that's human-friendly and performs beyond professional standards. Safe, food-grade products that exceed expectations, get great results, and have your well-being in mind. Until now, natural products and salons meant underperformance or at best, a trade-off between being good for the environment but giving less than ideal results. Bellagenza's products are good for you and the environment. Bellagenza's 8-ounce bottle of incredible shampoo is equivalent to a 20-ounce bottle of professional shampoo because Bellagenza starts with a base of aloe rather than water. Visit Bellagenza.com. That's B-E-L-E-G-E-N-Z-A.com. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.